This is Witness More with Matthew Jonathan and Walter the Dog. Welcome to the podcast. We'll be exploring everything from the paranormal to the strange to the overall unexplained. Sit back, relax, enjoy the journey, and get ready to witness more. Welcome back to another podcast of Witness More with Matthew and Jonathan. I'm Matthew. I'm Jonathan. All right. So uh, um, last week, what did we do last week? Do you remember? I forget now. I, I just had it on the tip of my tongue when I was in a... We missed last week. I was sick. <sighs> yeah. Well, the last one we did, it was... I think Demonic Possessions. It was Demonic Possessions. That's did you have right. any nightmares? Okay. I did not know. Did you? Yeah, no. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay, that's good. No, I was, you know, I was thinking about thinking of that, that picture you sent of the deer that got trapped between the rocks. Oh, yeah. Um, you didn't really comment on that. Well, because it wasn't hikers' skeletal remains that were found. Well, it was animals. Yeah, but my point is. They're everyday hikers. That's the only terrain they know. So if a deer can slip between some rocks and die, a person can too. Oh, okay. <clears throat> all right, that's fair. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not saying that that happens all the time to everybody, but I'm sure it has happened. Right. Yeah. So, so for this week, so I was really sick all week, and we didn't really have – uh, I probably haven't talked to Matthew in, God, probably two weeks. It's been a while. We haven't plundered together it's been a in a while. while. Yeah. No. So we we didn't really have time to put anything together. I told Matthew, like, hey, let's wing it. But then I started thinking about something uh, based on this book that I'm reading. And I was like, you know what? I think a good topic would be pseudoscience. Because a lot of the stuff that okay. we talk about ties in with that. And, well, so do you know what that is? You may um, not know it by definition, but you do know what it is. Okay. <clears throat> so, no, I don't. I mean, so, I mean, the two, the, the, I mean, the two words put together is, is kind of science. Yeah, that's actually... Uh, a lot of definitions may include like fake science and some like really popular topics that are considered pseudoscience are like um, natural medicine, homeopathy, aromatherapy. Those are all considered pseudoscience. Okay. So a couple of things that I was thinking about, uh, Anunnaki is considered pseudoscience. Uh, UFOs and aliens can be considered, I mean, if you really want to stretch the definition, uh, can be mm-hmm. considered uh, pseudoscience. But then a lot of stuff that, a lot of stuff that I would like completely call out as bullshit, um, like astrology. Actually, I wouldn't completely call out, I would call out horoscopes as complete bullshit. Okay. 
astrology. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm mostly against it, but I, I don't like saying 100% this cannot be true. Because I don't think nobody can say that. I think that there's some... I mean, you're talking like horoscopes and all that? And I, like if you're born like when in you, the third house of Venus and when the moon and the stars... Um, is that what you mean by it? Or is that... Well, when I said that, what I was thinking about is like when people would pick up a newspaper or Google their horoscope for the day. No, I, I don't okay. think there's any... Right. I think that's no, more entertainment. No. Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't. I don't. I don't believe in that. But I. I think that there could be some credence to like when you were born and some traits that you, some personality traits you could have. Now, granted, I think that it's a. I think it's a a a. Um, you know, shotgun approach kind of thing, maybe, or, or like, you're kind of, you kind of cast like a wide net, you know, like, uh, you know, like that, they, they remember that guy, that, that psychic who would say, Oh, I sent somebody with the name, with the first letter B in their name. And some guy was like, Oh, my name's Brian. Oh, Brian, you had a death recently. And it's like, they're just kind of guessing because they're, they're, they're making a broad assumption. <laughs> so I think yeah. it could be some of that, but like, I've read some things about like, you know, Tauruses and personality traits of Tauruses. And I'm like, oh, okay, that, that, that can, that can be, that can be me. That makes sense. That sounds right. Um, well, have you read personality traits of Scorpio or Gemini and thought the same thing? Um, cause I've read through all of them. Scorpio or Gemini, but like, um, yeah, like, like birth dates and I don't even I can't even tell you what like the kids are you know what I mean but I've read like theirs and it's I mean it's applied to them I I didn't necessarily read it thinking it would apply to me but again it's kind of it's again it's very kind of broad things you know hey right if you're a tourist you can be like a little you can be a little bullheaded you can be a little um um you know, stubborn. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure that applies to, you know, everyone 11 out of 12 people. Right. But it's, I don't know. Now there's one book that a friend of mine brought to work. Um, and it wasn't really, it wasn't horoscopes. I forget what it was called. It was very interesting, but I read through it. It was, it was each, it was each day. Like you were, if you were born, on May 13th, you know, this, and it was like, like two pages of, of information. I was like, it's oh. kind of, it was like scary accurate. And I forget what it was. I forget the name of the book. It was a huge thick book. Um, I know what you're talking about. Not as a book, but I used to know a woman who would like charge people to do like that third house of Venus or whatever. And she did uh-huh. mine for free one time. And it was like eight pages of very detailed stuff and i never really paid too much attention to it it was just so far it was so detailed and so far out there and i was like eh, i'm not really right. gonna put too much weight into this but 
regarding the not so much horoscopes, what's always surprised me is people who are really into that almost always on the first guess, and I don't know if it's a guess, that may be the wrong word, tell me that I'm an Aries. Like, you know, after a little bit of conversation, if someone's really into this stuff, they can say like, oh, mm-hmm. I bet you're an Aries. I'm like, yeah, I am. Hmm. And I've always found that interesting. As, uh, you know, an adult, I don't really run into people like that too much. But when I was younger, you know, like in my early 20s or late teens, right. that happened uh, a little bit more often. Yeah, um, that's weird. And I'm, so I'm going through this list and I'm just kind of pulling a couple of things out that we haven't talked about because there's some big ones in here that we have spent a lot of time talking about. And I don't want to bore our listeners and revisit things that we've already discussed. However, Nirabu is on here. And we've okay. mentioned it before, but we haven't done an episode on it. What do you think of Nirabu? Refresh my memory. Um, Nirabu is... There's a few things about it. A couple years ago, people were saying that it was a planet in our solar system that was on track to like hit Earth. Um, planet I, X. I was going to say it's also sometimes referred to as Planet X. Uh, in the 70s, someone claims that they were abducted by aliens and they came from Nirabu. Okay. And we discussed I mean, it a few months ago, and I was saying that its orbit is within our solar system, but it's way, way out there, and it passes like every 20 or 30,000 okay. years or something like that. Right. And it carries you okay. know, a different host of humanoids, and, and they interfere right. with us. So, but it, it so it revolves around our sun. I I haven't really looked into it in a while. Okay, so I'm not going to say yeah or nay on that. I'm not going to go so far as to say that there's not another planet out there that can support life. I mean, obviously, I think there is because I believe in aliens, mm-hmm. but I don't know that Nirbu would be in our soul if it's if it's that big of an orbit that it only comes near us every 20,000 years, it shouldn't, be, it shouldn't be in our solar system attaching itself to the gravitational pull of our sun. I mean, that would be a huge orbit. And if, if it's that big, then you would imagine that there would be other planets in between Pluto and Nirbu, right? If our sun is well, going to have we that have much it. of a, a reach... We haven't ventured too far out of the asteroid belt outside of what we know as our solar system. So if something is, we'll say, 5,000 years out, Uh it would be very hard for us to detect that with what we have going on right now in telescopes and stuff. Yeah, but you would think that, well, I don't know. I mean, I know you've got to look up in the sky for, you know, tens of thousands of years, but 
you think we'd have some kind of an inclination of something. Because it would know. have to be because this the film would have to be. It would have. I mean, then how? Then how do we know about it? If, if it, ha- I mean, has, has it passed by well, us recently? So that's why it's considered pseudoscience because it's we don't know about it. It hasn't been proven. Okay. All right. Because what is there's another. Oh man, the Pleiades. The Pleiades yeah. is close to us too, and that's supposed to be another solar system that can house life but that's a separate solar system right that's not supposed yeah. to be part of our solar system no that's a completely different thing all right so the next okay. closest star to us is Sirius S-I-R-I-U-S okay. not S-E-R right and how far is that that um, I'd, a couple hundred light years. I would think four hundred light years sounds familiar. Well, let's find out really quick. But I might be wrong about that. Eight point six light years. That's pretty close. Okay, I was thinking it was further. Yeah, Pleiades. Pleiades is four hundred. Okay. All right. That's far. Yeah, so that that's completely different. But eight point six light yeah. years, I mean, that's of course really still really far. But right, it's uh, six trillion miles. So I don't know if the orbit of Nirabu is close or far enough because I, I don't know. Well, I don't know the mathematics to calculate it. But it would have to be closer than 8.6 light years. Right. Because that would you, be the next I don't know. I would imagine orbit. I'd imagine that we would we would have I, I imagine we would have we would have run across it by now. Maybe we have in a previous extinction of humanity. Right. Well no, I mean like modern man. Modern man hasn't been around really that long though. At least to develop the technology to observe this kind of stuff. I mean, Hubble probably could, but Hubble would have to be pointed in a certain direction and be looking for something unless it just came across it by accident, which in outer space spotting something like that on accident. Yeah. That's like if Hmm. a needle in a haystack, but like a needle on a beach and the whole world is the beach. No, I would be curious. I mean, I would, I would say that chances are we are aware of all the planets that orbit our sun. You know, if there's, if there is something, if there is another planet that's passing through our solar system every twenty thousand years, how I don't know. I still think. I mean, that's that's a twenty thousand years. That's a Huge orbit. Okay, here. <clears throat> what's it? What's it orbiting around? Our sun. But so, Planet ah. Nine may exist. New evidence for another world in our solar system. Astronomers have found evidence for a planet ten times more massive than Earth 
in the far outer solar system, orbiting about 20 times further than the sun, uh, sorry, the sun's distance from Neptune. Okay. So, so there's there could, a huge planet. That's why it's, that's why it's pulled in by our sun's gravitational pull. Well, the sun, I don't think it really works that way. It's the sun's gravity that's pulling it and holding it in orbit. Right, right, right. Its mass doesn't really play too much of a role in that. Well, the only reason why I could, no, if, if it's, if it's that far out, how's, how's the sun's gravitational pull going that far out is my question. And why aren't there other things orbiting it in between in between Pluto and that planet? You see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. So that's what its moons would be. So if it has, it can have stuff orbiting. It can have moons and you know debris and stuff orbiting it, but it's orbiting right. our sun. Because right. and the reason it, it's orbiting our sun is because it's being pulled in by our sun's gravitational pull. Right. Okay, so how far out if it's if it's if it's twenty times farther out than Neptune, because mm-hmm. it goes Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto, right? Well, you know Pluto's not a planet, right? Yeah, it is. Um, okay. So if Pluto, so let's just assume that it's fifteen times farther out than Pluto. Okay. Why isn't there another planet in between Pluto and planet X? If our sun's gravitational pull can, has that far of a reach, why isn't something else captured in between them? That's Maybe why there is. Pluto, I don't know. I guess, the, I guess the possibility exists, but I would just think that if we know about Pluto, we're going to know about... I would assume we would know if there's anything just past Pluto in orbit as well. I well, I would disagree. Because it was, I mean, Pluto was discovered in at Lowell Observatory in Flagstaff, Arizona, in the seventies, right? Late 70s? I, I don't know anything about Pluto. It's not even a planet. Okay. But I mean, what's it matter? It's only oh my been God, it's 50 years since, if it, let's say it was discovered in 70, it's only been 50 years and our technology really hasn't developed that much since then. No, I, I think it has. I think Not, it, I not think enough it, to figure it, everything out. No, but to figure out if, hang on, where's Pluto discovery? Let's see when it was discovered. I no, I know that. Hang on. Oh, I'm sorry. Ha, okay, never mind. Pluto's discovered in 1930. Okay, so let's just say 100 Pluto's, years ago. Okay, so I would say that. Just, all right, uh, distant planet. All right, between 20th and 30th of January, the planet's announced March 13th, 1930, on Lowell's birthday. Okay, so it was discovered in 1930. That telescope that they used to discover it is a pretty strong telescope. I would venture to say that we have been able to make advancements in telescopic 
in telescopes since then to see if there's something else out there, you know? Okay. I don't know. I think it's, I, I think it's, if, if, if it was true, I think it'd be cool. I really do. Um, I just kind of feel like we know a lot about our solar system. As we know it, but there can be stuff way past it that we haven't, we're just not there yet. Okay. Okay, let's go back. All right. Um, so, what do you think of Funch Way? Um, you know, I... I think there's some, I think there's some, I like it. Um, I, I don't know that I necessarily, I mean, I tried it and I never really noticed too much of a difference. Um, I, I think that there's, yeah, I think that there's some, um, yeah, I think it holds some water with like the way that energy would flow through a house. I don't know that like I would necessarily buy into um, crystals and everything. Um I, but I think that like, you know, setting up rooms so that, you know, there's like a good vibe in a room or a good energy flow in a room. I think that there's, I think that there's, I think that that, I think it holds, I think that holds water. Okay. So, but you don't think that like, if you have a red table in your dining room, you're going to make more money. No. Or if you keep a green plant in the northwest corner you're going to have good health um, no i like it in the sense that um i like it in the sense that that um i don't know yeah and no, i don't know i don't think that like yeah i don't i don't yeah i don't think that that's i don't know I don't, I don't like that part of it i like the I like the flow of energy through a room a lot better. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but you are no on the crystals. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I kind of, yeah, I kind of am. The, I've never, I don't know, I've never really bought into that before. The thing that I could buy into with the crystals is that everything in the world has its own specific vibrational energy. And atoms are held together with energy. And then within the atoms, there's more stuff in there. And there's, uh, they're all held together with energy and they all vibrate. Okay. So I'm not saying that like if I keep... I don't know, a specific crystal in my pocket, I'm going to have good luck or something like that. But I could get on board with um, certain crystals having some kind of properties that can affect us. And I'm going to leave that very broad in general because I would think that if something were to be effective, like quartz is supposed to be like I don't know its properties, but uh, supposedly like a good crystal to have. And I, I like crystal. I have them around the house. I like have a couple spears and like a big quartz rock. Mm -hmm. 
But for it to actually be effective to affect my emotions or my personality or, you know, something like that, I think it would have to be really big, like, you know, the side of a mountain, maybe. I don't know. Right. Well, in, in, in quartz and limestone is supposed to be able to capture like paranormal activity. And why did they put quartz in watches? What do they do? Do you know? Uh, I, I don't, I thought, I thought it had something with it helping to keep time better. I couldn't tell you why. Um, if it was related, we would have probably heard about it. But mechanical, fully mechanical watches have quartz in them. And I, I also don't know why. Right. The quartz crystal maintains the precise frequency standards, which helps regulate the movement of the watch, thus making the timepieces very accurate. So, and that frequency falls back on what I was saying with the vibration yeah. of the atoms. So right. that kind of does carry yeah. some credit, you know, yeah. if a watch has quartz in it. Um, I don't know. Crystals is, huh. so a big thing with crystals, there's supposedly like a rock that can affect every component of your life. I think a lot of the right. times people who buy into crystals are doing so because it makes them feel like they have some kind of control in their life over something that they don't have any control over. So if someone has, maybe if someone has an ailment, say someone's like living with cancer and they want to feel healthier, they want to live longer. There's probably a crystal for that uh, or for good health. And they may have a whole bunch of that. It, It could be placebo. It could just be, positive energy right uh but no i mean if 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 they do if they do care frequency you know i'm sure that that frequency can affect the brain um not just the I brain, feel like but all right. of ourselves right i feel like you're right in saying that that rock would have to be huge to be able to affect the human body one way or the other at least on an observable, right? Platform. Yeah, I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a little quarter-sized stone you hear on in a pocket or in your fanny pack, right? Did someone tell you I have a fanny pack? No, I just assumed. Oh, good assumption. Good job, they're coming, dude. They're coming back, you know. Uh I'm not surprised, but I, I didn't know that. Yeah, they are. So, so pretty what do you soon, think about pretty soon your fanny pack and Heelys will be back in style? My what? Heelys, remember those? The shoes that like had roller skates on the bottom of them? You can roll around. Oh, I was I was too young. I was too much of an oh. adult by the time those were popular. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I know Healy is like when you walk on your heels. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Do you think it would be cooler to Healy into a bedroom before sex or out of a bedroom after sex? Oh, out after hands down. 
Yeah, I think I agree with you. Yeah. That's probably the fourth time we've agreed on this podcast yeah. since January. I would say okay. if you really want to like strut your stuff, you moonwalk in and you healy out. I can't moonwalk. Have you ever tried? Have you ever like taken the time oh, to yeah. try and learn? Yeah. Can you moonwalk? I mean, 1984 to 1987. That's <laughs> mom and dad. I would like get. I I could only pull it off on like linoleum in the kitchen with socks on. Like I couldn't do it with like shoes, like everyday shoes. But yeah, I was I was I was okay at it at the age of like 11 or 12. Hmm. In stock in stocking feet. On on that <laughs> in linoleum. your stockings. Yeah, stocking feet. They're, they're called, yeah, stocking feet. Um, remember that linoleum that was in the kitchen that looked like bricks? Yeah. That was the, yeah, that's where I could do it the best. Okay. Hypnotherapy and the hypnosis. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think See, I don't even know why this to support is... It. That's I don't know why this is considered pseudo. It no. it is Barney um, and Betty Hill. Well, remembered all the alien abduction or uh, under hypnotherapy. Fully believe in that, right? Okay. Um, we're at um we're at thirty two on my clock. Oh, so we oh well. Let me know when that lady says we have five minutes. Okay. Uh. Well, so also on this list is chiropractics. Do you remember, like, in the 80s, like, everyone? Oh, really? I think, like, getting your back adjusted, yeah, that feels good. And Right. There's some basics. But chiropractics technically goes into, like, how different vertebrae carry different energies and by cracking this one, it can help your nervous system. It's kind of like acupuncture, but all specifically within the spine. Right. So the the struggle I have with with with, with chiropractic medicine is that um oh, what what year was it? I got into a car accident. Ooh, I forget what year it was. 2012, maybe. And I was actually on the clock. So it turned out to be a workers' comp issue. And the first conversation that my employer's insurance company had with me was do not go to a chiropractor. It will null and void the whole thing. You will not get paid out of insurance if you go to a chiropractor. I was like, really? Huh. They're like, yeah, that. That yeah, if you say your first your first visit needs to be to your primary care physician, and then you need to go see our doctor. And if you see a chiro- if your first visit to a chiropractor, your insurance will not pay you out. They go right now since you weren't at fault, you're probably going to get a check. I was like, oh okay, and I did. It was know, a couple thousand. It wasn't a big deal. I wasn't hurt that bad. Um, but yeah, it was. Yeah, they said they said that would like no one would the whole thing. So I was like, oh, okay. And then, yeah. And it's like, like the adjustment thing, whatever. I don't know, man. I kind of think like a chiropractor. And if there's any listening, I apologize for the statement. But I kind of feel like they're just like 
almost like glorified massage therapist, you know? I don't know that there's or med school that, that doctors. Yeah, I don't yeah, it's not I don't know. But again, that's just my opinion and it's probably my opinion is probably you know, tainted with, you know, just life in general and what people say about chiropractors. Yeah, I've I've never gone to one. Um there's people that swear by them. Okay. I think um, that's placebo. Yeah, I I've always been curious about acupuncture and eastern medicine. You know, I, I think there's something oh. there, but I don't I don't know enough about it, but it's always been a curiosity of mine. So like, something I that I like correct- Go ahead. You feel you feel like what? Um, I feel like that there's I, I I think like the ancient like oriental science like the oriental medicine like acupuncture and like like herbs and and roots and everything. I feel like there's I feel like there could be a lot there that we just don't know about. So, oh well, what I was going to say earlier, something that I practiced for a long time that I swear by, but it's hard to stick to is Ayurveda which is Indian medicine. Um, and it's, it, there's a whole lot to it, but a lot of, to me, at least a lot of it carries weight. And I think it's more than just placebo. Um, but yeah, before, before the last couple hundred years, herbs and, you know, that Eastern medicine was what people only knew. And there has to be something right. to it. It's not like, right. yeah, just because we no, can't I mean, prove it with our scientific method doesn't mean that, and maybe we can, it's just maybe not as potent as the drugs that we've created in the last hundred years. Right. And, and maybe it doesn't work no as money. quickly. Exactly. There's, there's no pharmaceutical no money in taking company. ginger. Right. I mean, it's yeah. proven that, that ginger reduces inflammation the ginger that reduces it's inflammation calms the stomach well ginger is usually used for a stomach ache um, turmeric is really good for inflammation turmeric that's what it is so there's a i was watching i was home i was home one day from work i don't remember why and there's a soup that i can't remember if it was dr oz or somebody but this guy came and like yeah if you want a soup that's going to make you feel better like here's what you do: elicit out the soup that has ginger, star of anise, turmeric, um, like ten different ingredients, and like chicken stock. And I made it, and I had mm-hmm. it for like three, four days in a row. And I did; I felt fucking amazing. Um, yeah. And so every every once in a while, I make that, you know, just to kind of like cleanse things out and, and feel better. I haven't made it in a while. I gotta find the recipe. Um, but yeah, it, it took me a while to find all of the ingredients. Because there's some obscure things out there. Um, well, I can help you with that. Star, that star of Anise. Well, it was it one of a like turmeric. I had to get it sprouts. I couldn't find that at Safeway. Um, well, just really quick, I buy turmeric in bulk, so I have a pound of it right now. Okay. All right. Well, so if you need turmeric, okay. let me know, and I'll bring you over a couple ounces. Because at okay. Whole Foods or Sprouts, they're going to charge you like eight dollars for two ounces. You know. 
Um, maybe, the, price of, it, the price that we pay for turmeric is way off topic of this podcast. Where right. are we on time right now? Um, I'm at 38 on my phone. I haven't heard that guy yet. Okay. The other thing I want to discuss before we run out of time is essential oils. All right. What do you think of essential oils? There she is. There's, okay, we have five minutes. Five minute warning. Yeah. Um, I only know of essential oils in the sense that girls use them in the bathtub and stuff. Like, I don't really, mm. I don't, I don't. I don't know anything. I mean, that's how I know essential oils. Okay. And in like a good, in a good 10 W of 40. Okay. Um, I believe that essential oils kind of like the crystals can do something to an extent. There's like a hundred different essential oils that make all of these outrageous claims. I know cause I've been using it for over a decade that lavender can help you go to sleep. Um, eucalyptus okay. is used in mainstream medicine. Uh, what's that stuff you rub on your chest? You breathe it in, clears up your sinuses. Dick staple rub. Yeah. That's that smell is menthol and eucalyptus. So mm-hmm. breathing in eucalyptus can help clear up your sinuses. Uh, mom used to always give us peppermint oil as kids. If we had a stomach ache. So there's, there is weight to it because I've experienced it and it's not just placebo. Uh, I have three diffusers in my house. They're pretty much like humidifiers, but it's cold and they're just always in the air. I like it. If anything, it smells good. Okay. That's good. Yeah. So I I think a lot of this stuff is all personal preference too. Well, personal preference with respect to what um are you talking about like certain essential oils may smell good so you may believe that you want it no, or no, some people would like you, it and other people's wouldn't and just would discredit yeah, it because they don't and, like the idea and and no and if if like i don't want to say like you're you're predisposed to it but you know if you grow up and your mom is like, "Hey, peppermint. Hey, have some peppermint. It's gonna, it's gonna settle your stomach. It might, it's gonna work for you. You know what I mean? Whereas it might not oh, work yeah. for somebody else because, hey, my mom didn't give me peppermint to settle my stomach. My mom would give me, um, <clears throat> you know, whatever chicken noodle soup to settle my stomach. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. just kind of that. It's, it's, it's just ingrained in you. You know? Um, I mean, we had an uncle." that would drink peppermint schnapps to settle his stomach after Lana to drinking whiskey. Um, but he was a full on alcoholic. So yeah, there's probably today. I mean, that's, yeah, that's just kind of, you know, you know, family just kind of just grow up thinking different things like that. So that's why I think it's that kind of personal preference too. Okay. All right. Well, that was a good talk. Um, there's a bunch yeah. of other stuff on this list that I want to get into. We just don't have the time. I think we okay. Well, let's let's take a couple of make topics out of them. Um, well, or do this we again have next like week. One minute. So let's let let's figure it out off air. Okay, that works. All right. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Um, that was quick. Thanks for listening. Yeah, to like, 
no of, conversation. Of the, uh, no, it's not. I think uh, I'm sure people. Hopefully, people will respond. Maybe we'll get some tweets or some emails. We ask for it all the time. Email us. Witness more podcast. Witness more podcast at gmail.com. Witness underscore more on Twitter. Um, thank you to thank you to all the French listeners that are we're, we're picking up. I guess you said we got a lot in France that are oh, coming yeah. online. Um, yeah, France jumped up to number one. Yeah, uh, last time uh, it was India, and India was like off the map. I I think these numbers are off. Okay. Okay. It's just all over the. Well, board. that was the that was the one minute warning. I, I can't remember how to. Oh, merci beaucoup. Tell the French people. Okay. Merci beaucoup. Thanks for so. listening. Okay. All right. Till next Bye, time, everyone. I'm Matthew. Bye. Jonathan. Thank you for listening to this episode of Witness More. If you have anything you'd like to add to the conversation or want to reach out to us, you can tweet us at witness underscore more or email at witnessmorepodcast at gmail.com.